We've had Dr. Murray Cohn, infectious disease expert, on a while. Have you seen what it's like out there, Murray? <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring him on. Talk morning, Dr. Cohen. On. And good morning. Let me give a shout out to all my fellow veterans today. Oh, awesome. Ah, oh, you're a veteran. Well, thank you for your service, sir. Well, thank you very much. And I'm looking at the COVID headlines this morning. Texas just became the first U.S. state to hit a million cases. Uh, U.S. hits one. U.S. hits <laughs> all-time high for hospitalizations. Uh, more than 100,000 COVID cases for the seventh day in a row. And when we last spoke to you, Everyone was kind of cautiously optimistic, you know. I think we've turned. We're and you were very reserved and not so quick to uh, show that optimism. What do you think? Or you kind of called it? Uh, we got some dark days ahead, don't we? We do, but there's also light at the end of the tunnel. This has been a very, very big week for COVID. Not just the number of cases on their side, but on our side to fight back. Uh, the Pfizer vaccine is huge. Uh, the first uh, emergency authorization of, a, of a, uh, Eli Lilly's antibody drug. Uh, you know, we've got this raging second wave. Um, oh, I forgot one. The new mutant strain, the, the mink strain coming out of Denmark. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about with, with COVID. So the mutant right strain. The <sighs> yeah, we talked about the mink strain. I brought that up. I said there's going to be a lot of coats around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do recall it. You're yeah. right. I remember that. Yeah. So let's make some coats. <laughs> so the the Pfizer one I saw on the evening news last night is not one shot. It's two shots. What are the odds of people going in for the first one and then messing up the date or not going getting the second shot of the vaccine? Well, that's a real problem. It is. Um, in, in the whole deployment. We talked about that uh, at least one time before that uh, it's, it's not a magic bullet. Uh, deployment is going to be quite a challenge. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to have to get a handle on it. You're right. I mean, <clears throat> heck, right now we can't even get people to wear masks. How simple is that? Go out and get two shots. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's not going to be easy. But we don't have to get everybody. You know, we just have to get as many as we can. We've got to fight back. Uh, this is hand-to-hand combat against this virus. Yeah. Dr. Murray Cohen's with us, infectious disease specialist, formerly of the CDC. What would you say to people? Because I know you know a lot about this Pfizer vaccine. I, for one, would get the vaccine if the FDA approves it. A lot of people won't. What would you say to the people who just absolutely refuse to get the vaccine? Because I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'd say it's a free country, which includes being free to be stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you can't you can't fix stupid next in line well all the well let's talk about this then with eli Lilly coming out with one and pfizer with the two-step process will there be an opportunity for us to choose which vaccine yeah everything about deployment is up in the air yeah Uh, as i told you there's at one point, there were almost 200 uh, trials going on around the world uh, in all kinds of countries. Now, I think it's down to uh, maybe about 50 that are already in stage three trials. So we're going to start seeing more vaccines. Uh, and there's going to be a certain amount of competition for where they go. I don't know how it's going to come out. I mean, I would think for starters, um, you know, the the countries where they're 
developed and invented will probably be first in line. And then uh, you got to figure out how do we give it to all the rest of the world. You know what? I wanted. I don't. I don't, I, I don't think we'll. I don't think in this country we'll have a choice. I mean, you don't go to your drugstore and say, you know, I want yeah. aspirin or I want Tylenol. Uh, it's going to be here's the one that you can get. Take it or leave it. I can't request the Belgian vaccine because I'm kind of a snob that way. Yeah, it's kind of like beer. It ha- yeah, or good wine. It has a, a delicate bouquet. So, in your opinion, because there's a doctor on Biden's COVID team that feels that, and he he said this two months ago, that when the vaccines created in the U.S., we shouldn't get it, and we should distribute to other countries. So, you believe? We get a vaccine, despite what this guy says on the COVID committee, we're going to distribute and it's going to be in the U.S. first. Well, I don't think you can hog it, but of course it'll be first. Just no other reason it's easy. You know, part of the logistics problem is that, um, you know, this is a genetically engineered, basically, uh, vaccine. One of the great things about it is that it's the first time this kind of platform has ever worked. It's been a theory for, you know, maybe a dozen years. But now we've made it happen. It's called a messenger RNA vaccine. So it's got to be um, shipped and kept uh, really cold. I mean, cryogenically, like uh, I think in liquid nitrogen, kind yeah. of cold. Uh, and so you, you can't just do that everywhere. I mean, a lot of countries in the world don't even have solid electricity. So, um, you know, it's, it's not just as simple as, uh, well, let's, let's count up the number of pills and see there's 196 countries and we'll give them out proportionately by, uh, by population. It's just it can't work that way. But on the other hand, I don't think it can work where the inventing company gets to hog it and go, yeah, yeah, to the rest of the world. That's, uh, that's yeah. bad ethics. It's bad politics. And it's bad uh, humanity. Yeah. Dr. Murray Cohn's with us, infectious disease specialist. So in Ohio, we've had 6,000 cases the last two days. The governor's make, doing a press conference tonight. Prime time tonight. Uh, that can't be good. You know, he, come, he, he seems to think that we're not wearing masks, and that's why the uptick is. I think we kind of are. Are we... Let me let me ask you this: Are we messaging wrong? Meaning, mass, mass, mass. But if I have it, I wear a mask. I wash my hands. Touch my mask again, right? Are we are we are we not educating the right way? Well, <laughs> the biggest problem is is crowds right now, um, and I've I've come to use a, a term I can't remember you know who I, who I proved it from uh, talking about shared air. The problem is breathing shared air as opposed to, you know, open air. Uh, so the virus can disperse and there's fewer of them where your nose is. Um, you know, there's there's no question that masks work. They work uh, only half as well if you're wearing a mask and the other guy isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go into, we talked about bars, I think, on, on the last call. Uh, and, you know, like, oh, my God, last call, 10 o'clock. So everybody takes their mask off and they start downing them. Uh, that's going to be a lot of heavy breathing. Uh, of course, not as much heavy breathing as maybe after the bar, but nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one thing the governor always said, uh, Dr. Cohen, is that, you know, bars and restaurants right now, he doesn't see as the spreader. It's the family gathering. It's, it's the gatherings that's still at funerals and, and weddings. And, and of course, now Buckeye Ohio games. State games. The Ohio State Halloween games. Halloween didn't help. And, and now that the weather's turning colder and everybody's going inside, coupled with the fact that we do have the holidays going up and people are COVID weary, this is what leads to the dark days that we have ahead, at least for the next three months. Well, there's no question. Again, it's yeah. the, the crowdsourcing, crowdsourcing. You know, the the very f- we believe that the first real outbreak in the U.S. was spawned by Mardi Gras. I mean, how many p- million people are then all together, you know, down there in early right. February? We know that in, in uh, Latin America, 
uh, it was the Carnival. The Carnival, yeah. Uh, also in February that, that spread uh, all, all through Latin America. So there's no question that the crowds is where you've got more people breathing, you know, closely shared air. But, you know, all of these things matter. Uh, you, you can't just say, you know, you got to use all the tools in the toolbox. And maybe you use all the tools and you still get sick. Um, the virus is diabolical. It's a tough, tough enemy. So what do you think the Because I know people, is? yeah, I know people that, that haven't gone out of their house for the most part. They wear their masks constantly and they still contracted COVID. Like I said, it's a diabolical virus. It's, it's almost impossible to know exactly where you got it or who you got it from, except in an obvious case. Uh, yeah. Like I, I do, I do know of a case that uh, a friend of mine, epidemiologist, investigated where a guy was in, in church, um, and behind him, even though everybody was spaced and all behind him, were two kids that coughed the whole time. Uh, and then, you know, it turned out that the next day, their father tested positive, and the next week, the kids tested positive. So that guy himself went into you know quarantine for for two weeks, and luckily he didn't get it. But uh, so there's some spacing, but no mask. Yeah. So uh, it, no no cleaning of those surfaces, and then maybe putting your hands on the chair on the pew or whatever and picking it up that way. So with all the noise, media wise, and everything that's been said, basically. It's the same. Wash your hands, social distance, wear the mask. As much as we're all tired of it and we're pushing for to get through this until there's a vaccine, the message today is same the as, exact it has same been. as it was the first time we talked to you. Only louder. Only louder, yes, because yeah, of the urgency and, uh, given it's been what, eight months? Yeah, eight months. The um uh, which is another thing so remarkable about the, the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, we had a virus that was totally unknown, a brand new creature, brand new virus. And in less than a year, we created a, a 90% effective vaccine. First of all, 90% effective vaccine is pretty rare. They're usually not that effective. Our threshold is usually about 75%. So it's just, this is just amazing. I, I think of it pretty much like the moonshot. Uh, we really put all marshaled all efforts, all science toward one you know goal and and we've we've hit it, and now we're going to start hitting it more times as more of these vaccines, uh, you know, get licensed. There's that yeah, optimism. I, I, <laughs> well, I like to think that you know, as bad as this virus is, um, maybe it'll be showing its last hurrah. Maybe these 10 million cases we've got right now is is the beginning of the last hurrah for this virus. So what would you do in the meantime? Because obviously our governor is going to make an announcement. Would you go back and scale back a little bit to buy time? Yeah, I think whatever you might have been thinking about getting lax and going out into a, you know, a public gathering, you know, uh, rethink that. Uh, we're going to have to pull back on stuff. I know you guys were talking about college football. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've, I've watched it on TV and I see those stands, you know, pretty much spread out and that's, that's doing the right thing. I don't know how many cases there were, but you know, then again, you think, well, if it's basketball, they're all in the same room, even if it's a big room yet with basketball, the NBA, they had a bubble of 30 teams and had no cases. So it's, you know, it's just not all, uh, so straightforward. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, know? we're not going to do Thanksgiving this year, Torg. We're it's, not going to do gonna it. Be you, I, I you and your wife. I, for eight months, we've gone through all this. I'm not going to let down my guard and get it now. 
I mean, knock yeah, on wood. Hopefully, I'm not going like, to let it down now after what we've been through. That would suck. And it seems now that everyone's getting it at this point. And that's why they're like, screw it, that I'm should doing Thanksgiving. I, should I just get it, Doc, and be done with it? Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. He's seen you. Know, you. It's, it's Russian roulette, you know? I mean, yeah. It's, only there's two bullets in the chamber. We're, oh, yeah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of risk taking, and then there's what I said earlier, it falls in the category called stupid. Yeah. What about this long COVID, they're calling it? And I, again, I hate studies, but they had that London study where they studied people who died of COVID and they found severe lung damage for the people who had the term long COVID, meaning suffering it for a while. Are you, from what you hear, is that legit where you're seeing a lot of lung damage from the people who have had, you know, there's people who have serious had COVID cases. for a couple of months. Are you, are you seeing that as well? Absolutely. Um, we call them long haulers. Uh, those people who, who they're well, they have no virus present, but they still suffer symptoms for a long time. Uh, and it's not just the ones that had really horrible cases. Sometimes it's mild cases um, where are people that didn't even know they were sick at all. They just start showing these symptoms, particularly the neuro- neurological ones with losing taste and smell and whatnot. Um, and then you do an antibody test and say, oh, wow, you, you were infected sometime in the past. Um, absolutely. The, uh, this virus, we haven't seen one like this before. Um, you know, it's not just a respiratory virus, although that's the principal route of, of entry. Uh, it attacks all organ systems. Mm. And, and, uh, and I've told you before, like with these kids playing football, what I'm worried about is we know that there's a particular heart condition that, uh, is uh, among these long haulers. Uh, myocarditis, an enlarged heart, and uh, that can get better. I mean, it may not get better. It can be a permanent uh, loss, and they're just setting themselves up for a, a heart attack at a young age. Um, you know, I don't think that's worth a football game. Hey, where are we at? This is interesting because I've known people who are like diabetes and who have cancer and haven't even been asymptomatic outside losing taste and smell, but then there's some people who get really sick. Is the, have they figured out or even come close to why it affects some people one way and then some people get as sick as all get up, but yet you would think the person who would be sick isn't sick? No, we haven't figured it out. And I liken that to the people who say, well, you know, I smoked for 40 years and I don't have cancer. Yeah. Are they trying to aggressively look into that or are they just trying to fight the yeah, virus? Yeah, yeah. We are aggressively looking at it, and we have from the beginning. The, the real um, the test there is why kids seem to have such mild cases. What is it about kids that the virus you know hasn't figured out, um, or yeah. do they have some super strong immune system? Because they haven't abused uh, their bodies enough yet, <laughs> like us adults. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not drinking at five. <laughs> well, they are in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're happier there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, great stuff, Dr. No Call. kidding. We really hey, appreciate it. Will this Pfizer vaccine have any effect on STDs? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> 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 That's not where you get the shot. You're yeah. the best. Hey, by the way, real You're quick, are you buying when Fauci said everybody should have it by April? Are you buying that or access to it? No. Okay. Uh, first of all, I don't think they're going to have that many doses. Uh, second of all, I've, I've talked about the deployment issue. Uh, I mean, just think about the logistics. I mean, we, we couldn't even get masks out to all healthcare workers for three months. Um, and that's pretty much low hanging fruit. You know, you can get masks at, at the hardware store. 
So um, there's just there's a lot of difficulty. Now, I'd feel a lot better, for instance, as a new president comes in, if they turn it over to the military and they let the uh, Defense Logistics Agency get in charge of this. And maybe we have a better shot. But I don't think they're planning on doing that. So what do you think? A year from now, one year from now, we should be have the vaccine out. People got it. We're good. One year. Yeah, I think so. I think so. When we talk about wearing masks, I tell people plan on wearing your mask for at least another year. Wow. Okay, there you go. All right, thanks, Dr. Cohn. Do it again. Sure thing. Everybody be safe. Be well. See you, bye.